0: Fan. as far back as i can remember i always wanted to be a gangster Ooh!
1: what in the ham fat is going on with you guys big boy's back now
2: wh- what, did, what did i do wrong
1: just listen just listen this is an old-fashioned ass kicking right here.
2: Nine to two. You
0: like that? This is a great setup, Bob.
2: And that's a fact. There are many, many positives I can get out of this game. Time for two more. packed day in the neighborhood at KFAN. But first, Steely Dan.
1: your everlasting summer, you can see it fading fast. So you grab a piece of something that you think is gonna last. Well, you wouldn't even know a diamond if you held it in your hand. The things you think are precious, I can't understand. Are you reeling in the yeast?
2: Stowing away the time. How are you? Hey, how are you, pal? Well, ProFootballTalk. dot Holy cow! I I get away from PFT for like twenty minutes, and and the NFL's going to the metaphorical hell in in a handbasket with uh with the devil's wind. COVID. I mean, it's gusting through the NBA, the NHL, the NFL. I mean, Commissioner Goodell at this stage, Kevin Stefanski, uh, test positive for COVID for a second time. His quarterback, Baker Mayfield test positive. There are problems here, problems everywhere. Well, is Commissioner Goodell just begging for this horse in the race to get to the finish line? And good morning.
3: Well, I don't know what they want at this point, and I don't know what they're going to do at this point. They've had an explosion of cases this week. The Browns had eight yesterday, and we know about Baker Mayfield and Kevin Stefanski today. There clearly is an outbreak in Cleveland and with the Rams. And if it's this Omicron variant, which is highly contagious, but it also doesn't lead to the same degree of problems and symptoms that other variants have created, you know, they just need to get to the point where they understand – This thing isn't going anywhere and they need to have a better plan for coexisting with it. And I know that this gets people riled up, but here's my suggestion. And this is one of the things they need to do. If a guy is COVID positive, but asymptomatic, I don't know why he's not allowed to play because guys are playing on Sundays and testing positive on Mondays. And clearly they had it on Sunday. You don't just develop it overnight. T.J. Watt tested positive on a Monday, played on a Sunday. It was out of his system by Friday. Clearly, he played against the Bengals a few weeks ago as he was COVID positive. They have to find a way so it's not this automatic you're gone for X number of days, you're gone until the virus clears your body, you're gone even if you feel perfectly fine. It can't be treated like leprosy indefinitely, not when it's as widespread in the communities as it is, and they can come up with ways to to ensure that the guys aren't going to give it to anyone until they get onto the football field when they know they can't transmit it. It doesn't go from one person to another on a football field. They're not in a confined space. They're not in each other's faces long enough to infect each other. That's just one of the things the NFL is going to have to come to terms with because this idea that it's just this knee-jerk, you're out and you're gone, uh, it's it's not, it's not practical and it's going to cause more problems. It's going to put the NFL in a position eventually where they have to Maybe cancel a game over it. I don't know what Florio. the magic minimum number is. Somewhere between 11 and 40 is the magic minimum number of players that the NFL will require a team to go forward with. I don't think they want to find out. And, uh, we've yet to get to that point. Florio.
2: You got to take that phone call. It says some, somebody might be trying to buy. 50-
3: no, you always win. You, you pay me so much do to mean? do this that you always win. If I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to jump off. I'm not going to do that. I'm, I've, I've made my commitment to you to be on with you. They can uh-huh. wait not the president calling it's fine what what if
2: it was somebody trying to buy 50 copies of playmakers for christmas
3: uh they wouldn't call me they just get on amazon.com or wherever books are sold and just buy them they're smart enough to know that i don't have a stack of them sitting here ready to be sent out by carrier pigeon
2: asymptomatic being producing and yet showing no symptoms so it it, it goes back to 2020 when the Vikings played the Tennessee Titans, and then after the game, you know, within 24 hours, the Titans had like 8 to 10 positive COVID tests, and they just played the Vikings, and nobody with the Vikings got bit, so so I think that plays into what you're saying.
3: Yeah, and they believe that all along, whether it's outdoors or in a dome with a high ceiling and state-of-the-art ventilation systems that are in place to prevent an aerosol terrorist attack, that's been the case for over a decade now well over a decade the, the the concentration of the virus just doesn't happen and and also the players don't care that's the other side of it too see what the nfl has to do is properly balance the realities of the industry the expectations of the players the true concerns of the players with the broader political and pr considerations that have changed more than i think the nfl has changed with them and and that's really the problem and the challenge, and ultimately how the NFL avoids canceling games and refunding the network's millions of dollars for games that aren't televised.
2: Hey, Michael, with um, uh, uh, massage your elite legalese mind, elite barrister-trained mind. I mean, if if the commissioner and or the NFL permits COVID-positive players yet asymptomatic to play – and somebody gets bit on the other side during that game, and it ends up being bad for them, and they have to miss time. I mean, that just sounds like lawsuit after lawsuit. There's
3: no lawsuit to be had If the union's on board with it, then it's fine. It's an agreement between the league and the union as to what the joint protocols are. And who's gotten seriously ill from it in the NFL? I think there's been one or two guys. There was a Vikings player hospitalized wow. earlier this year. Um, but, you know, there's a point where It has to yield to the practicality, and it has to yield to the reality that it's not a one- or a two-year thing. It's endemic. The pandemic becomes endemic. They, They never did this kind of stuff for the cold or the flu. They never shut guys down if they test positive for the flu. And I don't ever want to be confused with one of these people who will say it's just the flu because it's not just the flu. We know it's not just the flu. But still, there's a point where you have to recognize these are elite athletes. Most of them are unaffected by it. And if they are asymptomatic, fever, et cetera, you have a doctor check them out if they're positive. If they're asymptomatic, there's no reason why they can't play. They want to play. They should be allowed to play.
2: Dakota Dozier here, COVID pneumonia. i in the hospital for several days. I remember when the Vikings played the Cowboys last year, Andy Dalton was the quarterback for the Cowboys. And uh, him uh, go, going through his experience with COVID, it was pretty significant. Uh, the, those really are the two that that come to the top, top of the head.
3: Well, and that was before vaccination, too. The vaccination mm-hmm. has has, and and this is the other thing where the people who are anti-vax just don't want to engage in the rational and reasonable and logical conversation. The vaccination helps reduce the severity of the symptoms it helps reduce the mortality rate and that's why it's been so damn effective and that's why the death toll in the United States is 800,000 and not 1.6 million right now.
2: Uh, Negan Negan might be vaccinated with booster testing positive uh, for a second time with with COVID-19 Baker Mayfield positive I mean the Browns big time victory against Lamar and the Ravens But now they're just completely on the grind because of the devil's wind.
3: Yeah, so why do you call it the devil's wind? That's a, it's evil. You can jam that in a couple of times now. The devil's wind.
2: That's very evil. You, yeah, for playmakers too, uh, you can use that.
3: No, thanks. I like coming up with my own stuff, especially when my own stuff is better than the devil's wind. Well, you, the, but the you devil's might. wind sounds like something that happened. Never mind.
2: Yeah. Well, the, never mind. I mean, the the some sort of chilly down there. You you can opt to use it. The devil breaking wind. No but, thanks. Until you don't. No, that's but, good. So the uh, so the Browns in the playoffs and and COVID and everything, man. Nice win against the Ravens, but but they're in the grinder.
3: Well, they're in the grinder and they've got three high profile games. They got the Raiders, they got the Packers, they got the Steelers, all nationally televised, and it may fall apart for them and somebody's going to have that happen. I said several weeks back that the team that wins the Super Bowl is going to be the team that navigates best injuries, COVID, um, you know, untimely or timely as the case may be mistakes, bounces of the ball and bad calls because with every bad call, there's a team that benefits from the bad call. The bad call hurts one team, helps the other team. There's a lot of luck that's going into this. Is these teams are all kind of clustered together, and teams that get on the wrong side of COVID are going to be teams that end up falling off or not having key players available for playoff games. It's just not good. Look at this Thursday night game. Chargers, Chiefs, what a game. And now Chris Jones on the COVID list. Mm. Highly unlikely he gets cleared to play by Thursday night. and. Mm. And he may be completely and totally asymptomatic, for all anyone knows. That, mm-hmm. that's, just, that's the problem with this.
2: Now, um, if the Vikings finish 9-8, and eight, you think they get a wild card?
3: Oh, I think that it's going to set up for the Vikings to get in, to get the, the number 7 seed, and to get blown out by the number 2 seed. And Why? Because that's just the way it's gone. We've seen this movie time and again. They're not good enough to compete with the best teams in the conference. They're just not Packers, Buccaneers, really? Cardinals on the road. I know they almost beat the Cardinals, but you know what will happen. They'll have a lead. Yeah. No, I don't actually. They'll have a lead, and they'll blow it. Or they'll miss a chip shot field goal. Or they'll mm-hmm. do something. They'll do something.
2: Yeah, the, there hasn't been a team that has blown out this team. They beat Green Bay. Chip chair chance if they can sneak in. I mean, the, the Steelers game, first time we've chatted since that was the dichotomy of the season good enough to open up 29-0, bad enough to almost blow it, you know? Yep. Okay. Oh, hey, hey!
3: listen, that Thursday night, I was kind of the, – the, the part of me that is always in charge of chaos and wants chaos and craves chaos, I wanted that game to fall apart so badly. I wanted chaos. I wanted – it's like – because I tweeted in the first half as the lead was getting bigger and bigger, how big of a lead can the Vikings blow? And we almost found out 29 was almost it. And, and look, if Chase Claypool doesn't do his stupid first down celebration with 28 ticks left and 14 seconds disappear, mm-hmm. because he does the first down celebration, then he's surprised why someone's trying to get the ball from him, and then they finally snap the ball, and I, it just, it's, it's, I, I can't believe that the Steelers didn't pull that off. Jerk ass.
2: Mike Florio, com, NBC's Football Night in America. PFT, you down with PFT, ProFootballTalk.com. I'm on it right now. Um, and uh, speaking of the Cleveland Browns, back to the Browns for a second. How would you classify the misadventures of owner Jimmy Haslam? Misadventures in what way? Uh, the the way it was written in Playmakers.
3: Oh, you just pulled out. Here's what you did. Here's what you did. <laughs> What'd I do? You looked at the table of contents. I think I didn't. And you and you started going with your finger. You started running. Hey, let's see. Hmm, this one's interesting. And I'll ask him about this even though I have not read it. And you have not read it. You've not read any of it. Let,
2: let me try this. Uh, think, you know, I frequently think about offense in the NFL. Was there ever a college offense revolution? Just shut up.
3: Listen, I've gotten some good feedback from folks who I've actually sent the book to and they've read it. Mm-hmm. Who have said it's great because you can read whichever one you want whenever you want you don't have to read it start to finish it 's not like a you know like a novel where you can just read chapter twenty right. if you feel like learning more about that it's it 's almost kind of a reference book like a textbook, but it 's not written like a textbook it's tried to you know tried to make it a little more engaging and a little less boring and and dry as a textbook would be so yeah that uh it. But but it's good to know that you've at least perused the table of contents. I'm impressed.
2: Why do you think the Bills are that underachieving, seven and six?
3: Well, I think the offense has kind of let them down. Brian Dayball on the hot seat after that loss to the Patriots. When Sean McDermott, the coach of the team, said uh, or was asked, "Is Brian Dayball doing enough to help this offense be successful?" and McDermott did not say yes. Anything you say when it's not yes is no. So day ball, and then they have the game on, Saturday, on Sunday with no rushing attempts by running backs in the first half, and then they unleash Josh Allen. He's in a walking boot after the game. I mean, it's, it's just not good. And there isn't enough around Josh Allen. What's the old cliche? If you're not getting better, you're getting worse. And I think in the offseason, they didn't do enough to get better while other teams around them, specifically the Patriots, did everything they could to get better.
2: Happy holidays, my brother. See you, man. Mike Florio, ProFootballTalk.com. PFT, yeah, you know we.
0: This show is naughty and might make
2: you
3: a potty mouse.
2: Courtesy of TimberTech and TimberTech.com, 9 to noon, produced by Nordo, mad producer, and uh, hosted by yours truly, Paul Allen. Uh, happy to play Stump the Snob, is in the Sports Snob. Next couple of segments. Some Bears Intel. From a scribe at ten a.m., Chris Finch, coach of the Minnesota Timberwolves, joins us at about ten forty. Uh, alas, there is more. Nine fifteen in the neighborhood. The neighborhood being FM one hundred point three, KFAN, and the six five one Carpets Studio. Welcome to the Love Covenant. It is K F A N. Good morning. Trip days gone by, specifically the initials game. Yeah. Bucket list. Kevin is aiding us with stump. The snob is in the sports snob. Bucket list is Kevin Fallness from the vast and ever expanding Minnesota Wild radio network. What's going on there? Bucket list. Hello, friends. You know what they talk about the fog outside? That's no joke. It's <laughs> thick. <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing, man, because your voice just came like booming in there, and I'm, I'm just I'm just used to Corey's weak voice. <laughs> Then all of a sudden, you just come booming in there with the, with that bass, man. And here I am. Appreciate
0: oh, well. the weather report. Yep. Well, well it is. It's brutal. Welcome to
2: Snob, brother. You know how it works? I have a good idea. Sweet. Uh, we'll see. Uh, I, I would imagine, you know, uh, Nordo slid some, uh, some hockey. One would the, hope so. In, into the DMs that uh, would be stumped the snob as in the sports snob. Generally. But he
0: also enjoys
2: embarrassing me, too. He likes to throw Timberwolves trivia at me, and I have zero idea about Timberwolves not as, trivia. Not as much as he enjoys embarrassing Saucy Bossy and yours truly. <laughs> That's right. So that means a Pavel Bure question undoubtedly will pop up somewhere with Stump the Snob, featuring Sauce and Kevin Fallness, bucketless Kevin, and yours truly, Paul Allen. It's time to Stump the snob. All right, so on I'm 9 sure. to Noon. Good luck, sauce. I'm, I'm terrible at this. Ass. I'm, I'm going to try to whip your ass. All right.
0: All right, gentlemen, it is Sports Trivia 9 to Noon, and you guys are right. I did include, hey. usually it's NFL-centric. Yep. But I know Kevin Fallness deep in the depths of Xcel Energy Center, the when balls. he actually drives to St. Paul these days, it sounds like. Yeah. Uh, is knee deep neck deep in the minnesota wild atop the western conference so i did include some hockey related trivia bits uh, the sheets that you have in front of you gentlemen uh, are for next segment those are categories and we'll go through those questions later on but first taking them off i have three lists in front of me they each have a bunch of answers associated with each topic of the list One by one and around and around we go. You give me a correct answer, you get a point. If you're incorrect, you are out for the remainder of that list. And we shall start, Kevin Fulness, with a Minnesota Timberwolves-related topic. Yes, I knew it. So, there is a member of the Golden State Warriors who set a big-time record in three-point makes last evening at MSG in New York. The top ten... Three-point makes in Wolves history. The top ten. This list was brutal.
2: Oh, my God. But
0: it's a list. Oh, my. And we are going to start with P.A. Here's the only hint I'll give you, gentlemen. Mm -hmm. Just don't overthink it. All right. Uh, Okay, K-Love. That's right. He is... Just to give you an idea here of how this list is going to play out, he is fourth all time. Wow! Thank you. With four hundred forty makes to you, Kevin Fallness. I don't even know if they had three point shots at this point, but I'm going to yeah. say Leitner. You overthought it. Yes.
2: Uh, I'm I can't gonna, root against I mean, him. He's helping. I'm going to say Kevin Garnett. What? Wow! Oh my heavens! Not correct. Um. Whoa. Okay. Uh, let's go with um. Let's go with Zach Levine. That's right. He is seventh
0: all-time with 300. How about um, Wally Zerbiak? Fifth all-time with 343. Um, Three. Cha- Chauncey Billups? Two. None. Oh, mother son of a... God. The top ten reads as follows. So I think Steph has, like let's say, 29.77. Mm-hmm. Carl Anthony Towns Mm. is your best all-time three-point makes leader, 692. Damn it, sauce ain't trying. Andrew Wiggins with 520. Anthony Peeler, 465. Rubio, sixth all-time in three-point makes, 304. Isaiah Ryder. Wow. Troy Hudson and Rashad McCants make up the remainder of the list of three-point makes in Timberwolves history. Holy cow, that's not great. Wow. All right, let's get into your wheelhouse, Kevin, starting with you. Okay. Uh, PA in early lead with three. You guys very much in the mix here. Kevin Fallness, you're aware that 20 franchises in the NHL have won a Stanley Cup. You want steam? Simply enough, 20 franchises have a Stanley Cup. Name one of them. Uh, can you just say the whole question? I'm sorry, say it again. 20, 20 NHL franchises no. with a cup. Yeah. Oh, all right. Starting with you, Kevin. So I just got to name a franchise that has won a cup? That is correct. Yes, that's correct. I will start with Les Habitans. Okay. 24. I don't know who that is. The Montreal Canadiens. Oh, uh, I'll go Tampa. Tampa Bay. Where are you? They've won three. That is correct. Penguins. Pittsburgh. Five cups. Rangers. They've won four. That is correct. Avalanche. Mm -hmm. They have won two. L.A. Kings. Well, the Kings have won two. There they are. Yep, you're up to five points, PA. Thank you. Islanders. Yeah. I know awesome. they won at least three. They won a total of four. That's correct. Hell yeah. Uh, uh, the Black Hawks. They've won six cups. That's correct.
2: Uh, Eric Stahl led Hurricanes.
0: Oh, 06. That is right. The St. Louis Blues. Yeah, won their first one just a couple of years ago. That's um, right. Let's go with the Boston Bruins, six cups. That's correct. Cheating Anaheimers, damn it, you Ducks. Was that oh 3 Oh no, three, wasn't it? 03-ish. Yeah, I think they won the cup in. Okay. They took out the Wild in 0-3 I don't think they won it that year. No, they did not. They won it in seven because it was uh, Ryan Carter. But that's a correct answer, by the way. You're up to seven points. Whose turn? Fallness. Dallas. Good one. Bastards. Nice one. 99. You're up Um, to five points.
1: I will go with
2: the. Man, I can't think of anything. Three. Um,
0: Two. One. Florida. Panthers. Did he
2: get lucky? He
0: didn't get lucky. I thought
2: maybe that was right.
0: Uh, The Devils beat the Ducks in 03, by the way.
2: Uh, how about... Um, nobody said that yet, by the way. I know. <laughs> say it, PA. Say what? The Devils. The Devils. New Jersey. Say New Jersey. He just gave you Um That's fine. Uh, Red Wings. That is correct. 11 how did nobody Cups. nobody say that? Yeah,
0: right. Uh, New Jersey. <laughs> that's correct. You have six points. Capitals. <laughs> Dang. That is correct. You're up running. to nine points. I'm running out here. How many One, left? two... Three, oh, four really? teams remain. You gotta be kidding me. I don't recall. Yeah, Calgary had to have won one. Good poll, my friend. 1989.
2: Yeah, yeah that's good. That's um, correct. How about. Um, Would you like
0: me to tell you who has beaten them in other appearances? Yeah, go
2: ahead. Damn it. <laughs> Three <laughs> remain. How about a little thing called uh, Wayne Gretzky's
0: Edmonton Oilers? Yes, five of those. Oh, I thought we said Edmonton. You're up to 10 points. Think we didn't? Oh, All right, two remain, Fallness, Come Ooh, on. Lordy. Get it together. This is your topic. Uh, two remain. I can't believe no one said Edmonton Three, until just now. Two. I can't think of any more one. teams. One. Uh, Philly Flyers. Shoot. That is correct. And uh, can you finish out the list? Mother. <sighs> Three. Uh, two. One. Atlanta Flames. <laughs> Uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs. Of course. They Son won of 13 of those. Yeah, of course. Second most all time. PA with 11. I'm an elite hockey mind bucket list. That Kevin's, was good. Kevin was with good. seven. Saucy back in it with four. Final list. Fallness is an elite <sighs> NFL mind. This is trouble. Wow. So he's aware and paying attention to the top 15 pass passers in the NFL with, in touchdowns. So, the top 15, for instance, Matt Ryan, he's 16th with 17 passing touchdowns. This Fif- year? 15 quarterbacks have more than him this year. Starting with E. Saucy. Leads the NFL, 36. T.U.P.A. Um, Stafford. Number two in the NFL with 33. Rodgers. Uh, He's tied for 5th in the NFL with 27. Cousins. Tied for 5th in the NFL with 27. Kyler. Kyler Murray. No. He is tied for 11th in the NFL with 19.
1: Uh,
0: Roethlisberger. Big Ben is tied for 11th with 19. That was lucky. Josh Allen. 4th in the NFL, 28. Joe Burrow. Eighth in the NFL, twenty-five. Johnny Unitas. Oh. I can't. I have no other names. You just. You're not even. Okay. I don't have any other names. But he's helping. Justin Herbert. Yeah, well done. Third in the NFL with thirty. Baker.
2: Let me get this Uh-oh. straight. Baker got bit and bounced me. You
0: he f- has biotch. thirteen passing touchdowns That's and seven interceptions.
2: Yeah, good luck, Kevin.
0: Uh, Wentz. <laughs>
2: Oh, that's a good one. Nice job,
0: bud. Carson Wentz, where art thou? There you are. 10th with 22. Okay. Um, Up to nine points. Let's see here. Pink. Five remain. Yeah, all right. um, Three. Russell.
1: Two. Missed too much time. Russell
0: Wilson. That is not correct. Oh. He has 16. Uh, you missed on Patrick Mahomes. Of course. Oh, mm. I don't, what? He's pretty good. <laughs> uh, Dak Prescott. Hey. Taylor oh. Heineke. Of course. With 19 to, uh, 19 to 12 TD to pick ratio. Didn't need him. Uh, Teddy has 18. Didn't need him. And oh. Derek Carr. So that rounds out the list. Following him picking him off. PA in the lead with 14. Kevin Fallness meets us. Paul Lambert, tied with 9 when we return. Let's go. Categories, higher point value, Hail Mary questions. It's Sports Trivia 9 to noon. Stump the Snob. Back after this, here's Paul Gunther.
1: Time now for the Vikings report on the fan, presented by Pilot Games. Vikings assistant coach Paul Gunther joins PA after this from
2: Pilot Games. Patient. Hey, um, hey Paul. G- given your role uh, with the things you do at practice, what, mm-hmm. um, ha- how do you get Zim and the defense squared away for like a week of practice?
1: Well, you you kind of just do it. Uh, typically, you practice on Monday or uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Your main nuggets of pr- days of practice. So Wednesday's basically a, a first and second down day with a little bit of third downs mixed up in there. Uh, uh, Thursday, you're going to introduce some red zone. Uh, and, and some of those things. Then on Friday, uh, you're putting your short yards plan in, your goal line plan, in, your two-minute, and then kind of just tying up the loose ends the end of Friday practice and Saturday is basically a walkthrough for us. So the the, the, the most important thing people got to understand, it's just not going out there on Sunday and calling the game. It's it's what you're showing the players. Are we showing these guys the right plays against uh, the right coverages or the right front so they can see it time and time again? So when Sunday comes, the practice become the games become easy for them. In essence, if we show them the right things.
2: So, so with technique at all levels, D line linebackers and defensive backs. Given your role, do you have the luxury of like working with all of them during yeah. practice on technique?
1: Yeah, you can look at it, different different uh, packages. What we have: technique, fundamentals, footwork, alignments. Uh, m- maybe some of the stunts we're running. Uh, based upon some of our fronts. Uh, it could be a, a special guy that we're putting in a, in a role that he's not accustomed to doing, uh, those type of things throughout the course of the week. And then obviously, you know, just making sure that we're we're, we're getting the right things on, on the practice tape so we can show our players after that uh, so they're ready for Sunday.
0: 3-K-F-A-N. Welcome back, 9 to noon. Sports trivia. Oh, yeah. Hey, Stump the I, snob. i got good news for us. Oh, what's up? What? Sources tell me
2: there's an 89% chance for Vox in the Box tomorrow. We make our triumphant return to the penalty box. That's right. Right next to the ice. I'd say it's more uh, like 99%. Sounds of hockey in play. 99.5%. Dean Evison starts the show tomorrow, Coach of the Wild, but he will not be in the box with us. But that's okay.
0: We'll uh uh we'll take it, right, Nords? Uh baby steps. Oh yeah. Because we just last year we were just happy enough to be in the same building, yeah. up on the concourse, biting the curtains on the main level all day. Yeah. West walls having to walk up there and complain <laughs> about it. And now we're back in the box. Wow. Maybe foods in play. Wow. Oh. Wow. Yeah, that, um, so the I hunt think, for normalcy. I'm
2: going to help the uh, best way I can help the wild with box in the Box tomorrow. I'm going to bring Baker Mayfield to Vox in the Box, try to get all the Sabres bid. Mm. Oh, wait, then we wouldn't play.
0: We oh. want to play games, yeah, Yeah. yeah. Play games. And they now, better
2: not need your help
0: against Buffalo because that's a bad team.
2: Now, Florio might have the answer. All
0: right. Florio? Asympt-
2: asymptomatic terrorism. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. Back to Stump the Snob. Following, picking him off last segment. P.A. Know. with an early lead, 14 points. Yep. Fallness meets us, Paul Lambert, right behind him with nine apiece. It's time eight. for categories.
2: categories.
0: I have four categories. You gentlemen have those sheets in front of you. They are as follows. Eight. Wild Times. NHL's. Purple Nurple. <laughs> and Like a Soldier. Four questions each. Ascending point value as they get tougher. Maybe they're tougher. And uh, PA gets to choose where we go first. All three of you, at any point in time, can use your name as your buzzer ringing, get the points, and uh, direct us to the next question. Where are we headed to first, PA? You
2: got a bucket list? I think good? so, Yeah, I'd like to go with uh, Purple Nipple
0: for one. <laughs> His 13 yards per reception is second to Justin Jefferson on the team. Paul. Yes. Paul. Is it K.J. Wright? Kevin. <laughs>
2: I'm gonna I'm gonna go with D.D. Uh, Westbrook.
0: <laughs> can I answer? Kevin Falls. Yeah, you can answer. KJ Osborne. Did I sound right. like that? Oh, Alright. KJ Wright. Wright. What the hell's that? The right.
2: Seattle linebacker. <laughs> yes. they are the best. God, you're you're adorable. Thank you. Uh, purple <laughs> Nipple too. Oh, wait, no, it's bucket list.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, let's go wild times for oh, one. Goody. KJ Wright and Bobby Phelan. What a <laughs> what a tandem. Wow. <laughs> um, uh, where are you headed, Kevin? Wild times for one. All right, sweet. It's not quite prime suitor minutes, but this gentleman leads Kevin. the wild li- Yes. Spurgeon. Oh! Yes. Um, Dumba. Oh, I know. This gentleman Gosh. leads the wild in nightly time on ice. Yep. Great. Oh
2: God! Kaprizov, no Brodeen. That's got to be no idea of, uh...
0: It is. It is indeed Brodeen. Where are we headed to next? Is that? Kevin? Uh wild times for two. <laughs> so Kaprizov leads the team in points. Paul, it, yes, Hartman.
2: That is That's right. correct. That yes. <laughs> <laughs> is correct. Man, you're playing fast. God, you're adorable.
0: <laughs> so much What's
2: better coming? when Corey's not here. Uh, <laughs> PA <Pierre> with fourteen. <laughs> Saucy with eleven,
0: Fallness with ten. So very close. All right, Purple Nurple for two. He has logged exactly one rushing touchdown each of his four seasons with the Vikings. Kevin, yes, Alexander Madison. Uh, Paul, Um. Saucy first. Kirk Cousins. That's right. Saucy up to thirteen. Purple Nipple. Wayne Gallman attended Clemson. Mackenzie Alexander and which other Vikings corner also? Oh, yes, Rashad Breland. That's right. That's correct. Nipple for Kenny Wongu. Wong Wu. excuse me. Kenny Wu <laughs> leads the team in kick returns with ten. This guy was second on the team. Oh. Which, yes, Abdullah. That's right. Who? Uh, I, tra- I tried to be tricky. Amir Abdizzle. Yeah, he had seven. Uh, wild P- times, three. PA with 21, Saucy with 13, Fallness with 10. Wild times for three. This 31-year-old blue liner is also Kevin. from... Ru- yes, Galagoski. Who? This 31-year-old blue liner is also from Russia. Paul. Yes.
2: Um, Peter North. That's right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes.
0: Uh, P.A., do you have a... Yeah, I'd like, I'd like Paul, to try... Paul, Rocco um, I'd
2: like to try... Um, Sofretti. Um, I don't know. Marin Merrick.
0: <laughs> Kulikov. It is uh, Dmitry Kulikov. Dang it. Kulikov. Who the hell is that? It's Kulikov. Uh, let's go Saucy's high times for four. The Wild are awful on the power play, but this guy has six of their 16 Paul. power... Yes. Hartman. Paul.
2: Yes. Erickson Eck. That's right. Damn. Damn. God. Okay, Pierre Lebrun.
0: Uh, Like a soldier. In last year's game, the Bears started the second half with their only touchdown of the...
2: Yes. Cordero Patterson. That's right. All
0: right. P.A. with 22. Um, Saucy with 17. Kevin with 10.
2: Like Saucy's rock. For two. (laughs)
0: In 2017, it took a change at what position to get our team oh, to the. Yes. Quarterback. That's right. Who was that? What uh, a question. Oh,
2: Case Keenum. Yeah. Thinking? Damn it. Yeah, remember.
0: Uh, Bradford couldn't walk. Bradford in the Leonard Floyd with yep. the safety.
2: It was awful. Yep. Bradford had a dead foot. Uh, who else has one? Uh, the guy who just walked into the control room and then I, walked out.
0: I believe it was a balky knee, correct? Uh, All right, what's wrong with that guy's foot?
2: I have no idea, but it was a balky foot and he couldn't walk and he tried to kick everybody's ass and it didn't work because nobody felt it. I mean, he Three. Can't, he can't get on the ladder well, he can't it's push, not safe. Well, he can't push the door open because he put too much pressure on the bad
0: foot. He can't run down the stairs. Three. In 2015... This happened on the final play of a victory at Soldier Field. Kevin. Yes. a this field goal.
2: 2015. Paul. Yes. Safety. Uh, Paul. Yes. Inter- interception.
0: <laughs> it was a Blair Walsh-made field oh goal my God. for the victory at oh. Soldier Field. Oh, Like Saucy's Rock for four. In 2013... Which member of the Bears caught the game-winning touchdown with ten seconds left? Mm. Paul, yes, Jimmy Graham. Paul, Luol dang <laughs> Kevin, Richard Dent. That's right. Yes. <laughs> uh, tight end Martellus Bennett. Yeah, of course he did. Martellus Bennett on Greenway. All right, NHL. That
2: <laughs> no, was it. Was on it Greenway. It may have been. It
0: was on Greenway. <laughs> I
2: think it wasn't. Um, how about NHL's one?
0: After an eight-game losing streak, a coach dismissal. Oh. that Yes.
2: Florida Panthers.
0: Kevin. Yes. Vancouver Canucks. Ah. Keep going, please. <laughs> After an eight-game losing streak, a coach dim- dismissal, and then a couple more losses, Mike Yo has won three straight. <laughs> oh. Damn it. Oh, um... Uh, the Rockies.
2: <laughs> the Flyers, yes. Down on me.
0: All right, for two.
2: Bob Seger song like Saucy's Rock.
0: NHL's for two. We fawn over their stars, but the Wild beat them last week. Yes. Yes. Uh, Vegas. Kevin. Yes, Tampa Bay. Hey, we fawn over their stars, but the Wild beat them last oh, week crap. as part of a now six-game losing skid for this Western Canadian team. Hey. Three, uh, two, one. And three. And that is correct, yes. That's right. The Oil. Yeah. NHL. Be nice to hear the entire question. Shut up. <laughs> well, maybe you don't jump in. I know. Three words into I'll it. Be. But don't, then
2: they jump in. Don't shut up. Thanks for helping nice. uh,
0: PA with 24. Saucy with 19. Fallness with 10. For three. This bottom-feeding L of a team and organization oh. has...
2: Yes. Arizona Coyotes.
0: That's right. They have more wins on the road than they do at home. You're up to 27. Final question to categories. This team has lost seven in a row. Kevin. and lo- Yes. Buffalo. Hey, This team has lost seven in a row and looked nothing like a team that made it to the Stanley Cup final. Oh. Yes. That would be the um, three Tampa. Two. They did make it to yeah, the cup. They, they won play, the cup, oh,
1: but they I did know.
0: not. Uh, they have not lost seven in a row. Well, that's it. The team's lost seven straight and looked nothing like a team that made it to the Stanley Cup final a year ago. Hey, um, wow, that's great. Three. That's sweet. Two Vegas. Is it the Islanders? In Montreal. It is Montreal. Oh, Montreal. That's correct with the weird divisional bit. So you had had two Eastern teams playing each other. Yes. So following categories, PA, 27 points, Saucy with 19, Fallness with 10. (laughs) It is time for Hail Mary. Hail Mary. And that's what you need, Fallness, down 17 points. I have three questions with five initials clues each. They are worth six, seven to promote the show on Twitter, and eight points respectively. So that's a total of twenty-one points. Fallness, you need to run the table okay. to win this thing. I like my oh, chances. Rock. And effectively, let me see here, what? doing the math. Okay, six-point question. This hurry up, PA's distracted. This fifty-six-year-old graduated from high school in Lewisberry, Pennsylvania. He has a master's degree from Temple, where he first started coaching in 1990. Mm. He's coached offense in the Ivy League, the MAC, the Big Ten, and beyond. Just returned to a place he left a couple years ago. oh Yes. Berkshire Rocker. That's right. What? Who the hell is that?
2: <laughs> um, it's ROC. Yeah, you know we.
0: Mr. So Walness, what team? you've yeah. been eliminated. Do I still get to answer? You certainly can. You can play spoiler because now Meat Sauce needs to run the table to be victorious. Another correct answer by PA. Curtains. Seven-point question. Former Sooner after attending high school in Texas. Fifth season in the NFL. Yes. Baker Mayfield fifth season in the NFL only has 9 career receiving touchdowns, one on special teams. In 2018 and 2019 he had 101 targets each year. Through 12 games this year, he has 14. His real name is Deckrick or Desric Deshaun, but nobody calls him that. Hey this former Jaguar is now on the COVID list for the Vikings. Oh, Paul, DD Westbrook. I look at you. That's right. That is correct. You're up to twenty-six points, Saucy. Can Let's I lose? go. Yeah. If, uh, I if get this, you, you get lose. it, you win. If Saucy gets it, you lose. Good luck, brother. Thank you. Uh Gabby Carter is not the answer. I'll Please ring a, in and say that. I'll give you a <laughs> hint. <sighs> for eight now. points and the victory. Yeah. 33 years old, born in Akron, Ohio. Three-time champion, two-time MVP. People don't mention where he was drafted as much as they mention the people drafted before him. Kevin. Yes. Johnny, F- no, Steph Curry. That's right. He <laughs>
2: Wow. It is. Well wow. done on the well bit, done. too. At the Sorry, end sauce. bucket list. Hey, speaking of that, did you see that thing Tenna retweeted? I saw uh, that. A guy tweeted or texted David Kahn, asking him to talk about Steph Curry, and he literally texted back, Well, why don't you talk to the Clippers about drafting so-and-so, the Grizzlies about drafting Hashim Thabit, and went down the list.
0: Talk to them first, basically.
2: (laughs) Jeez. Steph Curry's from Akron,
0: Ohio. I didn't know that. Yeah, he was born in the same hospital as LeBron James. You know, just a few years later. Great mm. job, Norto. Yeah, good job, Nordo. Good job, Kevin Fallness. huh? Uh,
2: some. Uh, thank you, Kevin. Yeah, thank you for having we'll, me. We'll uh, be listening to you tomorrow evening on the vast and ever-expanding Wild Radio Network. KFN Wild Weekly tonight, 7 o'clock. Um, who's the guest? Don't know yet. Got I'm it. waiting on Sickman. Mm, Cheddar B's over <laughs> there uh, waiting for you. All, All right, right, see you, bud. Thank you, Saucy. Uh, when we return, uh, we will get some Chicago Bears intel from longstanding scribe. Dan Weeder from the Chicago Tribune. Chris Finch, coach of the Minnesota Timberwolves, 40 minutes from now. It's 9 to noon.